One of the things that the endothelium does is produce a gas called nitric oxide. And what nitric oxide does, it leaves the endothelium and moves into the smooth muscle that makes up the vessel wall and causes the smooth muscle fibers to relax. As those fibers relax, that causes the vessel to dilate, which in this case, I mean, the other thing that that does is lower blood pressure, but in this case, it, it means there's better blood flow, better blood flow into the brain. Hey, my friend, welcome along to the Nutrition Nuggets podcast, helping you get clarity on nutrition. I'm your host, Dale Pinnock, Sunday Times bestselling author, nutritionist, and creator of the Culinary Medicine College. Every episode here in the podcast, we dig deep on the subject of nutrition to give you clarity, to give you answers, and to expand your knowledge. Hey, my friends, how are you doing? Hope you're well. Hope you've had a fantastic week. So this week's podcast, again, this is a question from Facebook asking, what's the best dietary approach for long-term brain health? Well, in terms of a dietary approach, it's a whole foods diet. You know the drill by now. You know my key message. It's all about whole foods. So let's kind of change this up a little bit. Let's look at actually a few dietary components that can actually look after the health of our brain in the short and the long term. And one of them isn't going to come as a surprise to you, but I'm going to save that till last. So the first thing I want to talk about are the polyphenols. Polyphenols are a group of color pigment compounds that we find in plant foods. Particularly important are a group called the flavonoids. Now, if you think about any kind of blue or purple or red colored food, that's the flavonoids giving that color most of the time. Apart from tomatoes, the red color pigment is from carotenoids. But the darker shades of red, blue, purple, that are, that are, that is... <laughs> That is due to the presence of polyphenols, particularly flavonoids. So think blackberries, blueberries, dark chocolate, actually dark purple, cacao beans, didn't know that, did you? Um, red wine, red onions, red cabbage, all of that kind of stuff. Polyphenols. Now, why are these important? Well, these are really, really effective circulatory stimulants. They're very, very effective at actually improving circulatory dynamics, particularly improving circulation to the extremities and to the brain. So if you think about it, what's going to be the benefit of improving circulation to the brain? It means an increased delivery of oxygen, increased delivery of nutrients, but also increased removal of any potentially toxic compounds as well. Have you ever heard of the herb ginkgo biloba? Traditionally taken to improve and enhance cognitive function, to improve brain function. What's the key component that makes ginkgo biloba work? Ginkaloids, which are polyphenols. So polyphenols are enhancing circulation to the brain. How do they do this? Well, 
Polyphenols have been very, very widely researched, particularly here in the UK, the University of Reading under Professor Jeremy Spencer. One of the things that we know about polyphenols now is that they get taken up by the endothelial cells. Now, the endothelium is a skin that lines the inside of our blood vessels. It's like a, it's a thin layer of skin that lines the inside of our blood vessels. It's not simply just a film. It's not simply just a barrier. It's a very, very highly bioactive tissue. And it regulates many aspects of circulatory dynamics. One of the things that the endothelium does is produce a gas called nitric oxide. And what nitric oxide does, it leaves the endothelium and moves into the smooth muscle that makes up the vessel wall and causes the smooth muscle fibers to relax. As those fibers relax, that causes the vessel to dilate, which in this case, I mean, the other thing that that does is lower blood pressure. But in this case, it, it means there's better blood flow, better blood flow into the brain. Polyphenols, get taken up into the endothelial cells and cause metabolic distress within those cells. In doing so, they cause those endothelial cells to release larger volumes of the nitric oxide. So they stimulate something that happens already, but they cause it to happen more aggressively and in a more pronounced way, giving enhanced blood flow to the brain. So that's the first thing. Load up on berries and red cabbage and red onions, that kind of stuff. Fantastic for getting those polyphenols in support in circulation to the brain. Second thing, think about the B vitamins in your diet. B vitamins you find in green leafy vegetables, in meat and fish, in whole grains, nuts, seeds, i.e. a whole foods diet. B vitamins have huge roles to play within the nervous system. From the very basic day-to-day -day level, they're helping to synthesize neurotransmitters like serotonin, for example. But certainly in the long term, one of the things that we found is that, firstly, they're neuroprotective because they reduce the levels of something called homocysteine, which we know can be damaging to the nervous system, also very damaging to the cardiovascular system. We know that it is a big driver of heart attacks and strokes, so that's kind of that side of things. But also, homocysteine is involved in neurodegeneration. The B vitamins help to reduce levels of homocysteine. But also, the B vitamins, particularly B12, actually help to prevent brain shrinkage. I know that sounds awful, but that's something that happens with age. The B vitamins, particularly B12, help to prevent that. Now, can anybody guess what the final thing is I'm going to talk about? Of course, it's going to be long-chain omega-3 fatty acids, EPA and DHA. In this case, DHA is the most important, docosahexaenoic acid. Now, if anyone want, hasn't heard the episode of this podcast that I did with Dr. Alex Richardson, you've got to give that a listen. She is the don of this subject. But in a nutshell... Long-chain omega-3 fatty acids, particularly DHA, are vital for maintaining the structure of brain tissue. The neurons, the nerve cells, the brain cells, these are composed of a high amount of fat. They have a very specialized fatty membrane called the myelin sheath, 
that is involved in carrying the signals throughout the brain and the nervous system. If there's even the slightest degradation of the myelin sheath, then that drastically affects brain function. As we go through our lives, normal metabolic processes can damage the myelin sheath. And we get what's called demyelination, but also we get remyelination. We bring in certain components from our diet and maintain maintain that structure. But as we get older, we get less effective. Sorry, there's not my water bottle over. <laughs> as we get older, I'll wave my hands. One of the things, if you could see me actually recording this thing, you see I wave my hands around all over the place. I gesticulate a lot, and I'm not my water bottle over. Anyway, as I was saying, as we get older, our capacity to stay on top of remyelination does tend to reduce. So ensuring that we've got a good intake of DHA, which is a key component of the myelin sheath, is absolutely vital. Also, DHA, vitally important for receptor function, for actually making sure that the receptors within our nerve endings can actually receive the signals that are being sent. But here's another thing. I said that DHA is probably the most important. It is from that structural point of view. But there's a new area of research that's looking at many aspects of mental health issues as well as neurodegeneration, Alzheimer's, many different things. And that is neuroinflammation. Inflammation within the central nervous system. As you would have seen in my work in many different ways, I talk about inflammation all the time and the link between inflammation and many aspects of chronic disease development. It certainly seems to be the case that inflammation can either be part of the pathophysiological feature, i.e. how normal function changes during disease process, is either part of the pathophysiology of or an aggravator of many cognitive or mental health issues. Depression, certainly a link. Alzheimer's, certainly a link. Long-term neurodegeneration, certainly a link. So what is one of the ways that we can regulate and reduce inflammation? The first is reducing omega-6, so vegetable oil, sunflower oil, soybean oil, corn oil, margarine. Get it in the bin. Then increase our intake of omega-3 fatty acids, particularly EPA. So DHA vital for maintaining the health of the myelin sheath. EPA helps the body to produce something called a series 3 prostaglandin, which is a very aggressive anti-inflammatory molecule. By increasing the production of that, inflammation goes down. So there we go. The three important things in our diet for long-term brain health. The best approach to diet, as is always the case, is a whole foods diet. Fruit, veg, nuts, seeds, whole grains, healthy fats. That is the foundation to a good diet. But particularly polyphenols, those bright blue purple colored flavonoids, B vitamins, long chain omega 3 fatty acids, they will keep your brain healthy in the long run. So, oh, I'm going to stop for a breather now. <laughs> Until next week, my friends, stay safe, stay healthy.
See you later. Ah, just one more thing before I go. I knew I'd end up forgetting something. Do make sure that you head over to YouTube. Check out my YouTube channel. I've decided finally to actually get my backside in gear and take YouTube seriously. So I've started doing some videos over there. This is a chance for me to really take a deep dive, to really go into a lot of detail about key subjects surrounding nutritional medicine for common ailments, different supplements and remedies and all of that good stuff, all of the stuff that you want to know. It's an opportunity for me to make some great videos and to give you the depth of information that you've come to know and love. So do make sure that you check out the YouTube channel. Just head over to YouTube, look for Dale Pinnock Nutritionist. That's Dale Pinnock Nutritionist. That's my channel. Give it a follow. Make sure that you click the bell icon as well so that you get a notification to let you know when I've posted a new video. And I will see you there.